This FPL season has definitely been go, go, go. A nonstop hustle all the time. Matches, deadlines, unexpected blank and double game weeks, on top of everything the real world has had in store. Sometimes you need a moment to turn off and hit reset. That's when you reach for Coors Light. It's made to chill. For me personally, supporting Fulham during this last year has been a true roller coaster ride. Honestly, when that Adama Traore goal flew past Areola in the 92nd minute of game week 31, the only thing that saved my mental state, the only thing that calmed my nerves, was cracking open a Coors Light. There's only one beer out there that's literally made to chill, and that's Coors Light. The mountains on the bottles and cans even turn blue when your beer is cold. That way, you always know when it's time to chill. When you need to hit reset, just open a Coors Light. It's mountain cold refreshment made to chill. And listen, everyone, summer is pretty much here. It's about to get hot in New York. An ice-cold Coors Light is such a perfect way for me to beat that summertime heat. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light and the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. And as always, celebrate. Hail cheaters, and welcome to the Always Cheating Fantasy Premier League Podcast. My name is Josh, and I'm here with Brandon. Brandon, how are you? I'm doing really well, Josh. I'm getting very anxious about the start of the uh, Premier League season. We're just two days away at this point. Two days away. It's still a little strange having the season start on a Friday. It's It, it might actually be a pure watch for me, too. I'm not sure that I... Uh, that I have any players in that Friday game. I might just I might just be watching Arsenal play Leicester like a fan for a couple of hours. But don't you think that's just a great way to ease yourself into the uh, the FPL season? Yeah, I, I guess I guess it is. Although, I, would I really be a fan? Because you know, it's we, we were talking about this on Twitter uh, earlier uh, earlier this week about whether there are any true pure watches anymore. If you're a if you're a serious enough nerd about the you know. The, when it comes to you know the fantasy game in general, it's very hard not to take every match kind of seriously. Oh, sure. Even if you don't have a player on Leicester or Arsenal, you know there are various other people in your mini-leagues that do. So there, there is rarely ever a true pure watch, as much as we do like to talk about them. Exactly. So, Brandon, we have talked for 90 seconds, and we have very rudely ignored our guest. Uh, we have a special guest on today's podcast, uh, Thomas Braun. Welcome to the pod. Hey, thanks so much for having me, guys. Uh, I gotta say, this is kind of a surreal experience. I feel like one of those, you know, callers on the radio show. Say, long-time <laughs> listener, first-time caller, and all that jazz. But uh, super excited to be on. Excellent. And the reason we have Thomas on the pod today is he is the co-founder of the new Starting Eleven Daily Premier League Fantasy app, which is now available for download to your uh, iPhone or your Android phone. And Thomas is here to tell us all about that. And Thomas, I think we first made an acquaintance because uh, you're, you're in friends or you're sort of involved with the uh, the founder of the the Tappan Guide, right? The Tappan series. Yeah, so we have a uh, group of six uh, men and women who you know kind of part of our team here. Two of whom are part of the uh, Tappan uh, kind of project, um, and they're doing match guides for. Started with the World Cup and moved to the Champions League, and this year they're kind of doing some. Uh, more you know European continental uh, big picture stuff so um, 
and that was very design focused and it's really informed kind of what we're doing with starting 11 but uh, obviously differs on uh, you know the key concept with the the fantasy stuff all right so people can follow along at home while they're listening to this uh pod about starting 11 where can people find you like what's your website and your social media handles on uh, Twitter, we're at Starting11App. That's Starting11App. Uh, we're on Facebook, uh, facebook.com slash Starting11Fantasy. Um, the website is Starting11.io. Uh, and if you're looking for us in the App Store or the Google Play Store, uh, it's kind of easy to do Starting11Fantasy, and you know we'll be right up top. Great. So let's, you know, I have a, I have a few notes here, but I think we should just jump right into, um, you know, what is... What what is starting eleven and um, and maybe more broadly what is uh, daily fantasy? Yeah, starting eleven is a daily fantasy soccer app. So um, you know, daily fantasy kind of at a general level is an accelerated version of the traditional season long fantasy game. So you know, for instance, in FPL, you build your squad at the beginning of the season and you have you know a limited ability to change your uh, squad throughout the season. You know, you've got your weekly transfer, you've got your wild cards, but other than that, you're kind of stuck with uh, what you build at the beginning of the season, and it all carries through. Uh, and it's one long competition. Daily Fantasy accelerates that, and you build a new team each game week. Um, in our game, it's actually each day on which there are two matches. So uh, for the upcoming weekend, we're kicking off on Saturday. We'll have contests on Saturday and contests on Sunday. So you'll build a team for Saturday, uh, made up of players who are playing only on Saturday, and the contest begins and ends on Saturday. This is excellent, Thomas. The uh, so what you're telling me is you starting eleven is also treating Leicester and Arsenal as a pure watch. Exactly. How <laughs> great is it that you get to roll into the weekend with a game on Friday afternoon? That's the, one of the best parts of being in the U.S., isn't it? It, it really is. It, it is amazing. Um, so, you know, it is interesting that, I mean, have, picking the teams on each particular day is kind of an interesting experience, too. I was I was actually on the Starting Eleven app uh, earlier this week, and I was I was building a team on there, and I was sort of throwing me off because I was kind of like, why, why can I only, like, why, why are they all those Everton players here? Like, why am I, like, I was like, why why can't I bring any Tottenham players in my team? And it was, I, I was sort of forgetting that it's really, it's focused on that particular day. It's kind of, it's kind of interesting, actually, because it forces you to think about, I don't know, just sort of get, it breaks you from your mode, like you know, your sort of mode of like these are the top teams, these are the top players, because you're just looking for value in any particular, you know, match day. So, Thomas, have you have you played the FPL game before? And is is the official FPL game, as we would call it, informed how you approach starting eleven? Yeah, I've been a long time FPL player, um, not with any notoriety or success, I would say. But uh, it certainly informed what we're doing at Starting Eleven. Um, you know, I, I always like to say we have the best uh, soccer fans that has had the best video game in the FIFA series. We have, you know, the best simulation game in Football Manager. Uh, but the fantasy game has been lacking. Now, I love FPL, play it religiously, but uh, it leaves something to be desired on the uh, engagement side because it's, um, you know, rather static throughout the season. Uh, and so one thing that, you know, I really wanted out of starting 11 when we were putting it together was the ability to not only make it a daily experience, uh, make FPL a daily experience, but also to make it a little bit more of a, a social ex- experience too. 
Uh, I think that's been the trend in FPL over the last couple of years, more people getting on Twitter with FPL-specific handles and talking about it. But yeah. uh, it certainly Those are our people. Yeah, exactly. Good people. <laughs> Good people. So uh, where, where can people, you know, so let's say, um, I mean, so the listenership of the podcast is pretty spread out around the world. Where, where is the app available right now? It's global. It uh, is available everywhere. So, um, you know, no matter where you are, you should be able to download and play. Um, right now we're offering free games, so that's kind of what makes it available everywhere. Uh, cash games will be dropping later this fall, and that'll be a little more uh, restrictive on, you know, where we can offer those based on licenses and, and things like that. Gotcha. And so, yeah, let's talk about that in a, in a few minutes because I'm, I'm pretty interested in that and uh, pretty interested in that for me. A personal, but my my own personal finances are about to take a ding when that actually <laughs> goes Every, into effect. Everybody knows Josh is a gambler. <laughs> That's true. So okay, you know the thing about this app, and I think what was interesting is you know so we, as I mentioned before, we we love uh, tapping. We have uh, we've extolled the. It's just it's if you are watching Champions League matches, you just absolutely have to use tapping because it's just it's so beautiful and so nice and so. Uh, when we heard that there was this, you know, that there was sort of the, the the team behind that was involved in another project, uh, even if they're not the primary people, but I know, I know they're involved in the project. Uh, we were, you know, really interested in in just sort of talking to you guys and in finding out, you know, what the what this app was all about. So, you know, the but we're, you know, obviously we're two days away from the season. Um, everyone's really focused on. Um, on their their FPL teams and getting everything set up, or whether it's whether it's fantasy, whether it's whether it's draft format, whether it's um, you know Taga or any sort of other draft format that's out there. So how how does a fantasy manager sort of integrate starting eleven into their experience? How does it how does it complement their experience? You know the way I've used it is it's absolutely a complementary experience. Um, it's similar enough to FPL where you can easily understand it. It'll kind of fit right in with uh, your kind of weekly routine. It's, uh, you know, it's called daily, but it's not overly burdensome because there aren't matches every day, right? So um, it, it fits right in with kind of what you're doing already. But what it allows you to do really is, you know, play a mulligan each week and uh, make some match-specific uh, decisions, which is a lot of fun, right? Uh, on those days, like, uh, you kind of talked a little bit about earlier where there are only two matches if you know City, Arsenal and Chelsea and United aren't involved you're going to have to get a little deeper into the pool of players that you uh, might not really know much about and do some research and really look at the matchups and and uh, you know kind of everything else so it uh, it's a great I'm thinking, I'm thinking Thomas of an episode of one of your favorite TV shows that decides to do a bottle episode with some side characters and suddenly you get to know them a lot better and you have a greater appreciation for that TV show in the long run. Yeah. It's like when George and Elaine go on like a car trip together. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's what's going to happen when I, when I, when I fire up starting 11 for the Stoke Everton match. This, the, one of the things that excited me about this um, is just, you know, as a manager who has, like it's 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 like it's all like boomer bust with my fantasy team. Like I can usually tell within about five weeks of the season whether I'm going to have a great season or a terrible season. Uh, last season was was kind of a terrible one for me, and you know I felt like by game week fifteen or twenty I was I was pretty much I kind of just ran out of things to really get me excited about the game. And you know having this kind of taking a mulligan and having a week where I was just playing daily fantasy, especially if I was playing for money, to be totally honest, uh, would get me, uh, would, would be really exciting. And I would really, um, you know, I'd be really 
uh, amped about doing that. I don't know if that's really a question, but I'm just saying that's 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 one. That's I think please, that would be cool. Please frame your statements in the form of a question, <laughs> Josh. Hey, uh, before we move on, Thomas, I feel like I feel compelled to ask you who which which club you support. Do you have a Premier League club or any club in the UK you support? Yeah, absolutely. I've been a United fan since the '90s. Um, that was kind of the formative years uh, for you know my fandom, if you will. Um, you know, people approach soccer in different ways and become fans in different ways. You know, whether it's they played it or they lived somewhere where it was popular. That was not my case. I grew up watching it. Um, and in the 90s with the World Cup in 94, the U.S. did great. We were looking forward to 98. Didn't go so well. Um, kicked out in the group stages. And I started following England. And, um, you know, David Beckham, red card, Argentina, all that. And followed him to his club. Uh, and it was United. And it was a great year to become a United fan because obviously they won the trouble. Uh, and, you know, ever since kind of couldn't get enough. So we could do a whole podcast on United, but... How are you feeling going into this season as a fan? I think there are a lot of question marks this year, um, so I'm reserving judgment, although I'm very optimistic, I will say that, but uh, that's generally my disposition, I think. Um, I think the, the Matic uh, transfer will be huge and free up Pogba quite a bit uh, to get forward. Lukaku is obviously a beast, and I think will do great for us in and around the box. Um, hopefully we can score more goals this year, play better at home, and... Uh, and not give away so many points, I think. If we do that, we'll, we'll be up there and, you know, challenging for the title. Yeah, the goals the goals are really the issue, it seems like. I mean, I, I think Pogba had something like a 4.9% conversion rate on his chances last year. So that, that's got a... <laughs> what is it that you're fond of saying, Josh? Pogba can't shoot. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so, can you talk a little bit about? Okay, so let, let's talk about the actual game. It's like how, how the, these games work. I mean, I, I know that there, there are actually several different versions of the game, and uh, one thing we'll talk about in a second is there's actually a way to challenge uh, Brandon and I on the um, on the app itself. So, can you talk about the different versions of the game? Yeah. So right now we are offering one v ones, which is kind of a straight head to head against one other user. You can do that publicly and just create a game where you basically say, hey, somebody come play me. You can do it in the private format like you kind of alluded to, which is you send somebody an invitation to play and challenge them uh, in a 1v1 format. And then there's 50-50, uh, which means in a 10-person contest, um, you know, the top five people are actually... Uh, considered the winners, and if there was a pot, say you know, of uh, entry fees and prizes awarded, the top five managers would take a prize. Uh, and then there's a winner take all, which is exactly as it sounds: a group of ten people play, but uh, only the first place winner uh, is considered a winner of that uh, of that contest. I like the idea of a 50-50. It seems more uh, sort of in in a positive, generous spirit. Is the thinking behind that just to make sure the more people get a taste of the pot? Yeah, I mean, that's generally it's a safer play, I think, for sure. You have a better chance of winning. Um, it's also a way to expand, expand the player pool. I think it's easier to get more people playing in a 50-50 than a winner-take-all because it is less of a risky bet. Right, right, cool. So, okay, so we're... we've. We fire up the starting eleven app. We pick which kind of game we want to play. Or, or say, last night Josh actually sent me a challenge through the starting eleven app, which I accepted. I We've got it. our team set up. Um, how are the points awarded uh, as as the games unfold? 
You know, it's much like FPL where, you know, goals, assists, clean sheets, those are really going to get you the majority of your points. But unlike FPL, there are a lot of other statistics that will score you points. Um, and the way we designed our scoring system was really to, to normalize it across positions and make a defender, uh, you know, as prominent of a player in your squad as a forward. And so, you know, tackles, duels, uh, passes, shots, all of those count for points. Um, and really can make a player like Conte or Matic or someone like that uh, in the defensive midfield uh, a real point getter for you in these players that were kind of otherwise irrelevant in like an FPL game. What I, w I was looking through the uh, rules and what blew me away is you actually award points not only for shots on target, which I believe is one point. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong, Thomas, yeah, but you also... You, you award a half a point for shot off target. So players are even getting awarded for shots off target, which I love this idea that points just are like flying all over the place while Luis you're watching. Suarez play. would have dominated that category. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so it doesn't matter if Pogba can't shoot in this game. Right? <laughs> That's a very good point. <laughs> this, this game was designed. <laughs> There's a flaw. It's, this game is designed to promote Pogba. <laughs> And and there are also captains, right? So uh, the uh, there is an element of strategy there of who you select as your team captain, and their points are doubled. Yeah, exactly. So just you know, kind of in the same vein as FPL again um, here, and kind of uh, getting into the uniqueness of starting eleven. An important consideration is that you know you can substitute players, kind of unlike any other platform that's out there. So Okay, this is the most amazing thing about the Starting 11 app. I'm excited to hear you talk about it. Yeah, and you know, we've all been there, right, where you, you know, have uh, you know, say Lukaku in your squad and all of a sudden he pulls up in the 20th minute, subbed off, doesn't play again for 3 weeks and your kind of season is just, you know, uh, or you're upset for the next couple of weeks too, right? Um, so our game was designed to try and get rid of that and allow the user to really step into the shoes of the manager. If you know your uh, midfield is disjointed, your backline's porous, you can make adjustments and really kind of go for it uh, if you're behind and to get into you know a winning position. So you can substitute up to three players, just like in a real match. Um, and the thing with the captain to remember is that if you substitute a captain, only the player coming on can be the captain you can't move the badge around okay and, and so, when gotcha okay yep when can you make those substitutions are you making them like in game live while the action's unfolding yep exactly so once the game kicks off you have three substitutes before the game kicks off you can swap players in and out uh you know at your leisure so you can wait to see the starting 11 uh, as they come out as the teams are announced and make sure that you know your player isn't being rotated and saved for the midweek Champions League match or, or whatnot. So it, it provides you the flexibility to really deal with the, uh, you know, changes that, you know, happen within a match. Um, so, yeah, I'm just thinking about how this could be really fun for Brandon and I. Um, I mean, even, you know, even if we, even just in a play money version of this game, uh, Brandon, I could see a, I could see. I could <laughs> we see don't little, do anything for play money, Josh. We don't, Brandon. I could, I could see a little PayPal money moving back and forth between us as we. Uh, <laughs> as our our Patreon funds are going yeah, to dwindle exactly. before our very eyes. Yeah, exactly, exactly. It's going to go. It's going to go towards this. Um, so, can you talk a little bit more about the money version? When I don't know how much you want to talk about this yet, but the the money version when it comes, um, how how is that going to um, uh, kind of roll out? And and what do you? Yeah, if you can just talk about that a little bit. 
Yeah, so later this fall, we're going to start offering, uh, you know, kind of paid contests. And so the way that works is you can choose the level of, you know, uh, entry fee that you want to pay in order to participate in a contest. So there'll be, say, a, a $10 entry for a 50-50 uh, you know, or something like that. So if there's 10 people in there, each of them pays uh, $10 to get in and, you know, you play for that um, pot of entry fees. Gotcha. And, uh, you know, in the 1v1, you can set, you know, any sort of uh, prize for the winner in that uh, when you challenge the person and create the game. So there's a little flexibility there, too. And where do you, where do you think, what, what countries do you think this will be available in? I mean, if you have, do you, I don't know if you know this yet, but like what, where, where are we planning to roll it out? Uh, the U.S. and U.K. will be the first countries where the cash contests are available. Right. Cha-ching. Uh, so, Thomas, I was picking my first starting 11 squad, and I felt completely freed by the fact that I didn't have to operate within the confines of a budget. I could just pick um, whichever players that I wanted who were playing on that day, and I could also sort of manipulate the formation as well. Um can you talk about when you guys were developing the rules of the starting 11 game, why you chose to not go with or without a budget and how you think that separates you guys? Yeah, the salary cap is kind of the bane of existence for a lot of people, uh, myself included, because it really, you know, hamstrung you with what you're able to do with your lineup. And, you know, it becomes an exercise in value hunting and where you can get the most points per dollar instead of you know focused on the matchup and which player is going to play the best and score you the most points. Um, so for me, it was really important to get rid of the salary cap and play without one, and uh, it has the added effect of, I think, getting rid of the uh, you know stereotype that kind of comes along with Daily Fantasy where it's a bunch of elite players with their uh, you know algorithms where they can you know plug in their formula for... You know, who's at what price and come up with the uh, you know, ultimate lineup. And that lineup is really a uh, function of their you know, computer program as opposed to uh, their knowledge of soccer and lineups and players and fixtures and, and things like that. So that, that was the genesis of the, the no salary cap. And I think people will enjoy it. It sounds like it might be easier, but I really think it's the opposite. It's kind of a more money, more problems type of scenario there. <laughs> Right. Well, but be, beyond that, there you're liberated from the budget. But so I, I set my first starting eleven squad, and then I'm thinking, all right, where do I set my bench? I'm going to be bringing in three real time substitutions. Who are these guys? And then I went through and I started rereading the starting eleven rules on the app, and realized I have my pick of any players who are playing during that um, match day. Uh, so you're not even limited on your bench or your substitutions. Yeah, that's exactly it. So if you want to sub off, um, you know, whoever's in that first match of the day, if they're playing poorly, anybody else who's playing at that time can be subbed in. If they're in a later game that hasn't started yet, they're not available to be subbed on. They have to be playing at the same time. You know, you have to restrict, you know, your player to 90 minutes, of course, and so that it's uh, kind of normal like that. But uh, yeah, it, it, it's complete freedom. You you are the manager, and you get to choose, you know, who comes off the bench. It's it's fantastic. So, like, if if Deli Alley is getting subbed off at the seventy second minute of a match, you like as he's getting subbed off, you can you can, and he's your captain that week. You can actually sub in a new player, sort of as he's walking off the pitch. Exactly. Yeah. So you will you know retain all the points that he scored for you so far in the contest, but. 
from that point forward, the player that you subbed on will accrue points for you. That will be counted in your total. Okay, so it's not like you're you're cheating the game in that. Oh, um, so and so has already scored two goals. You know, in the first half, I'm going to bring him in on the second half and get those two goals. Exactly. You do not get the history of the player. So, if um, <clears throat> Spurs are playing City and you bring uh, Deli Alley off, but bring Sergio Aguero on, and he's been in the match the entire time so far, you don't get all the points that he already scored. You only get those that he. Uh, will accrue until the end of the game, or as long as he's in your lineup. I would call that fair. <laughs> uh, Thomas, can you talk a little bit about the geolocation aspect of the app? Um, this allows you to challenge people nearby, even possibly people watching the same bar, or if you're lucky enough to be in the UK, uh, stadium? Yeah, that's exactly it. So um, one thing that I wanted out of starting 11 as we were creating it was to make fantasy a more social experience. I think for so many people, it's kind of a lone wolf existence. Twitter's made that a little better, but uh, one way that starting 11 can kind of bring together fans uh, is you can geolocate another user who's within a pitch length of you and challenge them to a 1v1. So if you open up the 1v1 lobby, it'll show if there's someone near you uh, that there are available. And so then you can build a lineup and, and challenge them. So it could be in the same bar. It could be in your section if you're you know, at, the, at the match. Um, could be somebody else who's in target with you or, or whatever. So it's, a, it's kind of a fun way to, you know. I don't know if you've had this experience in Minneapolis, Thomas, but I've, I've showed up, like I beat Josh to the bar in the morning, say, for the 7.45, 7.30 a.m. kickoff. And it's just me and one other guy in the bar. I'm just imagining a very alarming scenario in which we both fire up the app. And there's this <laughs> awkward realization that, oh, it's you. But, but that you will bring what? us together, I think. Brandon, we have there, – there are single men and women who listen to this podcast. This could be the path to romance, right? Yeah. Have you guys thought about marriages that result from starting 11? Is that, <laughs> is that one of your targets? Is, that a, is there a profit motive there? <laughs> you know, I see a lot of uh, you know expenses in my future in buying wedding gifts. I guess. Yeah, nice. right, right. That's what we're <laughs> for. Uh, and actually, that does sound really. That's actually a really cool idea. I mean, especially as someone who uh, Brendan and I often go to. There's a bar called the Football Factory in New York, which is uh, it's a pretty intense bar. Um, I don't know if you've been there, Thomas, or heard about it, but there's something like a hundred TVs uh, downstairs and upstairs, and. Um, and everyone there is like equally hardcore because, you know, we all get there at 730 a.m. on a Saturday morning. Uh, but none of us really ever talk to each other because <laughs> uh, at least I don't because I'm I'm awkward, I guess. Uh, so having something like this would actually be kind of a fun way to um, to see if I had any fellow, you know, sort of fantasy nerds uh, down in the bar with us. Yeah, I mean, part of this project for me personally was wanting to do something in soccer and just kind of be around it meet other people who are doing cool things. Like that's what's so great about being on this podcast with you guys is uh, there are a lot of us out there. And for a long time, it was hard to find each other. It's getting easier, and hopefully we can uh, be part of that. Okay, let's imagine that it's our first time download, downloading the Starting Eleven app. I'm going to pick my first team for my first match day. Uh, have you and the Starting Eleven crew talked about uh, what – what sort of strategies you found have been best or do you have any tips or tricks for people just getting involved? Yeah, there's a few things and, you know, it takes some getting used to for the, the you know, <clears throat> historical FPL player because it's different and you need to think holistically. 
you're going for more than goals, assists, and clean sheets. So I think one thing to consider is who is really involved in the team. Um, you know, going back to the Conte example, someone who's uh, extremely integral and is always on the ball will rack you up uh, points for passes or for tackles or, and things like that. That's something to, to consider. Sorry, a, a, a Cesc Fabregas type, it seems like, right? Someone who's really who's kind of doing everything on the pitch. Yep, exactly. Fabregas is also a classic 75th minute coming into the game player <laughs> who can change the game. I can see him being a popular late game substitution. It's interesting, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. What was it? Is it Santiago Munoz who, you know, in the goal series, was a super sub? Right. You guys ever watched that movie? No, no, I, no. I, I only hear it referenced in every episode of like Football Weekly. But <laughs> yeah, well, that's just it. Is you can you know bring on the, the super sub, whoever that may be that week, who uh, you think is going to you know score in the 85th minute or what have you. So it's uh, yeah important to think about who's playing 60 minutes versus who's playing 90 minutes, and uh, you know those sorts of things. Yeah, that's going to be Olivier Giroud this season too. Which is probably uh, a good role true. for him. It's perfect. Uh, he is the ultimate. Ar- Arsene Wenger loves to make like a sixty-second minute, you know, transfer uh, um, um, swap. And uh, I think, uh, yeah, Giroud is just gonna—he's gonna live uh, off like eighty-fifth minute headers, off you know, tired defenders. His meat and potatoes, Josh. It's true. It's true. That meaty French forehead, as the men and blazers say. All right, I have a couple logistical questions. Um, how many games can I play on a particular match day? Like, am I limited to one, two, five, twenty? And also, um, are are you anticipating any bots out there? Uh, you are limited only by fatigue. So, if you want to <laughs> enter, uh, you know, a hundred contests, uh, be our guest. That'd be fantastic. Um, there's no limit. Um, and as for the bots, you know, there's no mechanism. We did not, uh, you know, make it so that you could import with Excel files or something like that lineups where people will just kind of, um, you know, do the hundreds of uh, hundreds of entries into a, a GPP to kind of use the, the fantasy industry terms. Um, and that's something we wanted to avoid. This is a game that, you know, is at its most basic level. We want to be fun and not to be, you know, a predatory environment or anything like that. And you've got these 1v1s, you've got these private games, you know, it seems like there's a lot of, it sounds like you have, you have cups coming up too, right? Yeah, uh, something I'm super excited about is the Knockout Cup um, uh, form of contest that we'll be coming out with later this fall along with leagues, and those can be set for any amount of time that you want. You could have a year-long league, or you could say, while I'm home on Christmas break with my buddies, I'm going to do a two-week league, um, you know, or anything like that. So there's uh, that to look forward to here as we move into the fall. Yeah, that that is one thing that I, I do wish the fantasy, the the you know the whatever we want to call it, the proper fantasy game had because um, I, I wish that you know I wish there was like a way you could just have a five week league or a league that um, I mean I guess you can just you can just add up the numbers or something, but you, you know you can't you can't just set up a half season league or anything like that. Um, at least not the first half of the year. Yeah, people have kind of been doing the the workaround with the monthly prizes, you know, right, right. where they'll kind of. You know, where you accumulate points for the the month, and then they'll pay out at each month to keep people interested. Yeah, we're doing that on Patreon actually. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, yep. All right, so one thing I want to talk about before we end this podcast is this weekend you can actually challenge the cheaters. So Bern and I are both going to be using the Starting Eleven app this weekend, starting on Saturday. 
So if you go to starting11.io, and that's that's 11, the, the number is 11, uh, or you just put starting11 into your app store, uh, you, can, you can find the app, you can download it, set up your account, and then you reach out to us on Twitter. You can just add us, uh, message us on Facebook. You can send us an email, heyocheetos at gmail.com. Say you want to play. If, if you want, you can say who you want to play against, whether it's me or Brandon. <laughs> if you don't, then we're just going to randomly pick one of the two of us. Uh, I want to so, know what that what that is going to say about us. Like, if if somebody chooses to play me, does that mean that they think that I'm cooler and more fun and perhaps uh, good competition, or does right. that mean they think I'm the worst fantasy manager and they'll easily <laughs> beat me? I, it's an interesting test. Well, we'll have to ask them. We'll do, we'll do a um, actually. Uh, no, so I don't we'll do even want. I don't even want to know the answer <laughs> we'll, to those questions. We'll do a we'll do a survey monkey once. Uh, what's what's the, what's the <laughs> game? <we> go. <laughs> Yeah, so feel free to challenge us this weekend, and uh, we'll be playing starting 11 in the weekends to come. So looking forward to seeing how how we fare against the Always Cheating listenership. Thomas, do you have any final thoughts for Always Cheating listeners? Anything you want to share? Well, first of all, I want to know how you guys do against your listeners. I feel like there could be like a you know teacher, master's, student, or student, master's, teacher thing here that could be really interesting. So keep a win-loss record. I think that'll be fascinating to... Definitely will. And and you realize that most of the managers listening to this podcast are <laughs> like much better than us. So it'd really be it, it's a ama- I mean it's a it's a mix for sure. We're not, you know, we're 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 somewhere in the in the middle there, but but given what we see at the top of the Hail Cheater Super League every year, uh there are some very smart people who are gonna totally school us in uh, daily fantasy, but that's fine. I can handle it. Well I didn't say who was the teacher and who was the That's true, that's true. That's true. It's presumptuous, that's true. <laughs> Classic Thomas covering every angle. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> no, we would love to hear from uh, you know the uh, the always cheating community on what they think of the app. Uh, my email address is thomas at starting11.io. Shoot us any ideas, any feedback. Uh, we're more than willing to uh, incorporate any features or anything like that that you guys think would be fun. I mean, this is a game, like I said, that at its core is meant to be fun and uh, approachable for everybody. And uh, so we... We'd love to hear from you. Uh, what I, I guess just to add to the fact that you're giving everyone your email address, you're, you're wanting direct feedback, I think what I really like about the Starting 11 project is it's, it's like a real grassroots local business that you and your colleagues in Minneapolis have started yourself. This isn't, this isn't something that's being funded by some sort of evil global corporation, is it? <laughs> no. Uh, <laughs> So I started this with a, a guy I work with. Uh, I was in the office next to me. My college roommate is one of the guys from Tappan who I've known forever. It's another United fan, and we've been going to you know Brits or the local here in Minneapolis to watch matches at you know 6:30 a.m. for years, uh, and been introduced to a couple more guys through uh, you know our connections, and then actually um, one of their wives uh, joined the team. So it's very much a, a group of friends here who love soccer, love fantasy, and uh, kind of the soccer aesthetic in design. And you know, we teamed up to do this because we wanted to do something in soccer and meet other cool people who are uh, doing things in soccer. Well, great. Well, come find us this weekend, people. Starting11.io. Go to the App Store. Starting11. Download it. Set up an account. Challenge us this weekend. We'll be talking about it this weekend. Uh, you're welcome to... St- Post screenshots of how badly you destroyed us. That's that's fine. Uh, I, I'm more emotionally stable. Brandon can't handle it as well. He's a little he's a little more sensitive. But me, I can I can take it. So 
Yeah, there there today. are many mornings where uh, my wife walks into the living room and there I am with a blanket over my head. Uh, <laughs> I, I am very fragile, particularly while matches are being played. <laughs> yeah, it's when, when we are involved in fantasy anyway, we really are like like we're adults, you know, we've got jobs, but I, I, I turn into like a, an 18 year old all over again. It's, it's a good feeling in a good way. Thomas, this has been a lot of fun. Thanks for joining us and always cheating. Yeah, thanks so much for having me. Enjoyable, as you said. Well, thanks, Thomas. And, uh, yep, everyone, once again, uh, starting11.io. If you want to find us, we're at uh, twitter.com slash hailcheaters. That's H-A-I-L, cheaters. Uh, Facebook.com slash alwayscheating. Uh, you can message us on uh, Gmail. We're uh, always, or excuse me, hailcheaters at gmail.com. Uh, you can also find the podcast on iTunes, SoundCloud, ACAST, Stitcher, TuneIn, uh, and wherever podcasts are found. The internet is awash and always cheating. It I really it. is. And go to the new website and check out Brandon's uh, wonderful redesign. Awesome. All right, Thomas, good luck to starting 11 this season. And uh, good luck to, I guess I'm wishing good luck to Manchester United this season. Oh, Brandon. happy to have it. We'll need it. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for coming on. All right. Thanks for having me, guys. Right, Poku forever. Pogba can't shoot. <laughs>